0: for the opportunity to be gathered in your name to worship you in spirit and in truth. Blessed be your name forever. Let your word shine upon our souls. Let our eyes open to see let our ears hear. In Jesus' name please help me appreciate the readings of renaissance you may be seated praise the lord god is faithful I want you to greet your neighbor this morning. Say good morning. Good morning. He didn't greet that neighbor very well. Say good morning. Good, morning. good morning. Amen. I love that song. I have decided to follow Jesus. The song never wears out. Amen. No turning back. No turning back amen the scripture comes to my mind the last verse of first peter two it says you are a sheep going astray but are now returned to the bishop and shepherd, shepherd and bishop of your souls Verse twenty five i believe first peter two twenty five amen said you were a sheep going astray but are now returned amen yeah let's read together for you were a sheep going astray but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls it means at this point the shepherd and bishop of your soul the shepherd the bishop since means the overseer of your soul hallelujah are we together is jesus the shepherd and bishop of your soul is he the shepherd and bishop of your soul amen this morning i will say a few things then i'll just share what's on my heart with you amen I'm seeing uh, my soul in church. Um, not even from this particular soul. And he has been coming to church. Domi and where are you? I saw you just now. Domi Nyankan, where are you? Lift your hand, let them see you. Yes, God bless you. I met him on the road. um and Jerry. I'm trying to remember the street now. It's off Le1, but I can't remember the name of the street. What street? Eh? I didn't hear the name. Casablanca. Casablanca. Is that the name of the street? Is that the name of the street? That street is called Casablanca. Okay. I didn't know that was the name of the street. What's that building I saw you in front of? I, I, I didn't hear him. Federal Commission. Okay, okay. Praise God. I didn't, know that's the name of, I didn't know there was any street called that name. Amen. <laughs> Alright, so... And, um, you know... The Word of God is awesome. Hallelujah. I don't know where he is in a membership school. You're in membership school... You're true. Wow. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, I I missed your call. You were trying to call me. I missed your call some weeks ago, you know. So, i was saying that when I see you in church, we will talk. So, maybe after service, you could just wait and see me. Amen. Glory to God. It's great to win souls. Amen. Um, Luke 19.10. Let's just look at that. Amen. I'm giving them time to adjust their sound also. Luke 19 verse 10. Amen. Luke chapter 19 verse 10. Let's read together. I want to go. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Hallelujah. Never forget that. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. And that's why he came. And that is the mission. The mission of Christ is the mission of the church. Amen. Are we together? Never forget that. The mission of Christ is the mission of the church. So, every other thing we do is centered around this. I explained one time and I said, ministry is not about preaching, teaching, and healing ministry is about reaching and raising people for christ hallelujah remember that so if we're not reaching people and we're not raising people then we're not in ministry it doesn't matter how fanciful the service is it doesn't matter how much how many songs we sing doesn't matter how the sound looks if we're not reaching and raising people the essence of all of this is to help us reach and raise people never forget that but today, what is in my heart, I believe there's someone here, this will be very helpful for. Um, I'm taking my time to get into it. It's going to be just brief, but it's very important for someone. Are you ready? Uh, before I get there, we are 11 days away from Faith to Faith Convention. I said we're 11 days away. Amen. Alright, so on the 1st of October the 2020 edition of Faith to Faith Convention will kick off. You know, um, Faith to Faith Convention is, is an appointment with God. It is not just one of the conferences that a church organizes. It's an annual believers meeting. And one thing I'm sure of is that when we gather there will be revelations and manifestations of Christ. Hallelujah. For us to be built up, to do what God wants us to do, we need gatherings and special meetings like that. Some people don't know that God holds meetings. God cannot do what He wants to do without meeting people. Amen. So, Moses had a meeting with God. Moses didn't wake up that morning knowing that he was going to have a meeting with God. But God knew he was going to have a meeting with Moses today. Amen. So he waited for him. Just call it burning bush conference. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Burning bush conference. Glory to God. So God waited for him. And got his attention. And then said what he wanted to say. Why did God, listen, did God not know where he was? Why did God not just talk to him? Have you ever thought of that? I God not just talk to him. Maybe in his sleep or something. No, God waited for him to come there. Got his attention and then told him, um, take off your shoes. And then began to reveal to him what he wanted him to do. That was an appointment. That was a meeting with God. Then God also told Moses, after they had come out, to gather the children of Israel at Mount Sinai. Amen. He wanted to meet with the people. That's an appointment. God chose the venue. God chose the time. Amen. Are we together? Yeah. He chose the venue. He chose the time. So, for this convention, God has chosen the venue. And He has chosen the time. First to fourth of October. Hallelujah. Here in Port Harcourt City, if you're listening to me live by live stream, I want you to prepare... So either physically be present or connect with us online, depending on where you are. But all our brethren, our church chapters, will be coming for fit to fit convention. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. I, I believe the only group affected are those coming from the U.S. You know, because of the corona, um, travel schedules were really interrupted and all that. But every other person, those in the country, they are all coming. And um, And we're excited to receive them. Hallelujah. So let's prepare ourselves for Faith to Faith Convention. There are many things that have to come together for Faith to Faith Convention to work. All right? But most importantly, you must participate. Don't just attend. Participate. Look for ways that you can be involved. We've been recruiting people to serve in the various convention teams because during the convention we need people helping out with the protocol and ushering helping out with the venue helping out with uh the medical side we have a follow-up team we have those in the media and technical and so on and so forth so we have different things you know and we are providing accommodation for all those coming from outside port harcourt now if you live in the city of port harcourt and you register for convention you are not our priority amen for accommodation the priority for accommodation are for those coming from outside Port Harcourt. All right? So um, it, it's not going to be based on um, maybe you registered first. Our priority with those coming from outside Port Harcourt. Okay? If you're already here, it means there's somewhere your, your head is already laid. Amen. Okay? So our priority will be those coming from outside Port Harcourt, and we'll provide accommodation for every one of them. Amen. Um, someone suggested something. And they always suggest it in a subtle way in every convention. And it's feeding. Everybody say feeding. Okay. So I say, Pastor, thank you for the accommodation. But is there going to be feeding? And I say, have I not tried? Amen. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God. You can decide to fast. Amen. And eat in the evening. Amen. All right, but there is no plan for feeding. Amen. You feed yourself. Glory to God. So, I, I, I didn't put my mouth in a bucket to say it. All right, so, amen. You feed yourself, but we're going to accommodate you and make sure that the accommodation staying in is wonderful. Now, um, but every other year we've had convention, something happens. Mana falls. Amen. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Manna one day. Something will happen. Everybody will be fed one way or the other. But officially, I did not agree that I'm going to feed everybody coming for convention. Please let that be clear, so we don't have any issues. I saw some people register. I, I was looking through registration earlier of this morning, looking at the registration um, that had coming. Then I was seeing some people. I didn't understand, the, but I know the person you know let's just give an example let's assume that um, uh we know brother allison all right brother allison is a pastoral nominee then registers um port harcourt where are you coming from port harcourt then are you coming with a child yes which child <laughs> are you understanding? like which child then i see abismo this is something like that. these are not the people i'm just giving examples then i say are you coming with a child yes so i'm like is it a mistake they made or they're actually coming with children and if those number people are coming with children then we really have some work amen because i saw coming with child yes coming with child yes i'm like these guys are singles (laughs) which person's children are they coming with (laughs) amen i don't know you know so i've just read that i i saw this morning so i was concerned you know like why You know, I didn't just look at carrying people's children and coming for convention. You know, so children should get ready. (laughs) You're going to be taking care of a lot of children. children. But we have to know how many children are coming from outside town. Amen. All right. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for your word. Thank you for light in Jesus name Joel chapter 2 verse 28 In the book of Joel chapter 2:28 It talks about it was a prophecy about the New Testament And we are in the New Testament hallelujah When the prophecy was given, we were not there. But we saw that that prophecy had been fulfilled in the experience that happened in the upper room in the book of Acts chapter 2. Let's look at Joel 2.28. What are we waiting for? And it shall come to pass afterward, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I want the people to see it. Let's read together. I want to go. And it shall come to pass afterward, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Let's read it again. Want to go. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Amen. Afterward. Um, Peter talked about this, alright? And um, he spoke about this in the book of Acts when they received the Holy Spirit. So I would just like to read Peter's account and then I will explain a few things to you. Let's look at Acts chapter 2 verse 15 to 18. Amen. So when they said, You're drunk, he was responding. He said, For these are not drunk as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. Now, at this time, they were speaking in tongues, all right, in the upper room. But this is that which was spoken by who? By the prophet Joel. Verse 17. And it shall come to pass in the last days. Now, in um, what we read in Joel 2 said afterward. Alright? It shall come to pass afterward. But when Peter was talking about it, he said it shall come to pass in the last days. That means what the Spirit was saying about the afterward was the last days. Amen. I will pour out my of my Spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. So, the manifestations that will come out of the outpouring of the Spirit. First of all, it tells us about the category of people it will affect. It will affect sons and daughters. Everybody say sons and daughters. That means it will not segregate male and female, alright? Sons and daughters. Then he said it will also affect the young and the old. Hallelujah. Ever say the young and the old. Alright? Now that means the new in the New Testament, it's not you see in the, the young will be affected, the old will be affected, male and female will be affected. Hallelujah. That outpouring is for all. It is not going to discriminate your gender or your age. Are we together? That's not my focus. My focus here is this. What is that manifestation of the Spirit? He said they will prophesy. will say prophesy. prophesy? Then the old men shall dream dreams, the young men shall see visions. My focus here this morning is new pictures from God. Hallelujah. That's what I want to talk about. Now, this scripture here is saying, whether they are old men or young men, some people have said it this way, that because the old men will always be resting and sleeping, so they will dream dreams, amen. (laughs) And these young men are awake, you know. The scripture didn't tell us that, but that's someone just inferring. So the point is this. It said, the old men shall dream dreams. Then it said, the young men shall see visions. It means that one of the works of the Spirit in your life is to make you see visions. Amen. Now listen, the scripture didn't say prophets shall see visions. Amen. That's not what he said. He's saying that the predominant thing among the generation that will experience the outpouring of the Spirit is that they will see visions. I like the way some of you are looking at me. What do we mean by visions? Visions. A translation puts it this way. It said, they shall have divinely granted appearances. Rather than vision, they put it this way. It said, divinely granted appearances. It means that this will be supernatural. Let me put it this way. Pictures will be supernaturally planted in your heart. Hallelujah. Did you hear me? Pictures will be supernaturally imprinted upon your hearts by God, hallelujah alright, the Amplified Version, Acts two seventeen. 17 thank you, let's, re- let's look at it together want to go, and it shall come to pass in the last day God declares that I am part of my spirit upon all mankind, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, tell you forth the divine counsels, and your young men shall see visions, did you see that? divinely granted appearances and your old men shall dream divinely suggested dreams let me explain something to you. Why am I talking about this? Listen. One of the major, major things that the Word of God does, I know some of you know the scripture in Romans 12, verse 3, sorry, verse 2, that says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, I present a body. That's verse 1. That's verse 2. And be not conformed. Verse 2 says, and be not conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. And when we talk about the renewing of the mind, you think about it first. There are different aspects of renewing of your mind. The first part is where the filth and the, uh, the uncleanness of thoughts is addressed by the word of God. In that case, God uses His word to wash. Amen. Remember, the word is like water. All right, the washing of the water, of the of the of the, of, of, of of water by the word. All right, so it's like the word of God is washing the mind, cleaning your mind. So the wrong touch you used to have, that there's a cleansing. Remember that. Okay. So that's on one path, but that's not all that happens in the renewing of your mind. Did you hear me? That's important, very important, that your mind is cleansed from thoughts that you used to have. And as long as you live in this world, it has to be continuously, what, cleansed. So the Word of God washes your mind. Hallelujah. Are we together? Jesus said to them, saying, Now you are clean through the Word which I have spoken unto you. Every day we walk in this life, our minds are like our feet, physically. What our feet is physically, that's how our minds are In a figure, with your feet you touch the earth. Are you with me? So you have to wash it all the time. Is that not so? So in the same way your mind touches what's happening in the world through television. Are we together? Through the people you interact with, the things you see. It has to be constantly washed with the word of God. Amen. Are we together? Okay. Now that's when the word of God is functioning as water. Amen. Amen. But the greater thing God's word does is to function as lights. Amen. It was a light. Good. Now, in the renewing of the mind, in that sense, is that before you got born again, there are already pictures that you carry in your mind. That's why in Second Corinthians ten, maybe I should read it. Let's look at from verse four. Amen. Second Corinthians ten. Yeah. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, mighty true God to the pulling down of strongholds. Verse 5, exactly. Casting down imaginations. Did you see that? Ever say imaginations? The word imagination, the root word is image. So it's casting down images, like pulling down images. Let's assume that we have different pictures on this, um, what do you call it now? Just in front here, right? You have different pictures. Then I want to change the pictures. So I pull down this one. Amen. So that I could put up another one. The Bible says that there are images in our minds, those images in our minds control our decisions and our actions. Amen. You cannot do better than the images you carry inside you. Did you hear me? You can't do better. You can't do better. And those images were not formed from God's word. Those images were formed, some, from experiences we've had in life. From our exposures. From our backgrounds. So, now this has nothing to do with um, sin and no sin. Because that is the cleansing part. I've talked about that. I'm talking about how you approach life. How you do your work in the office. How you raise your family. Amen. How you progress in the things that you handle. Are we together? That's the part I'm talking about. And that that part is controlled by the images that you already have imprinted in your mind. Now, go back to 2 Corinthians 10, verse 5. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge. Knowledge of God. What is he talking about? It means that there are some images that have been set up in your mind. Those images are contrary. They don't agree with what God knows what God knows about you, what God knows about the world, what God knows about your destiny, Amen. Those pictures don't agree. That means that that thing that God knows about you will not happen, because the image you carry in you is contrary, Amen. It has exalted itself against is the what is against the knowledge of God. Some of us through life, carry an image. I shared a story some years ago of a man that built a house and didn't have a garage. So someone asked, how come he didn't plan for... Oh, it didn't occur to him. That's, it didn't occur to him that... In his wiring, he never planned to own a car. Are you understand what I'm saying? That's, are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? He, it, it has, owning a car is not, it has not entered his heart. So when he sees others with cars, he doesn't feel like one day is going to happen to him. Um, a, man of, a man of God was having a healing program and then they called up a man that got healed on the platform. So he was 80 something, 82, I can't remember. It was just a little over 80 years of age. So the man came. So the pastor asked him, So are you, um, um, uh, are you married? You were like, Are you here with your wife? He said, No. Are you married? He said, No. Have you ever been married? He said, No. Oh, you never married? He said, He never got married. So well, How come? He said, never just, it, it, it just never happened. The guy is 82. The answer he gave, like, it never just happened. So, they asked, so would you, like, said, maybe. That means, up till that time, he has not made up his mind if it was going to... That means there's no picture of marriage in his heart. Are you understand what I'm saying? Now, don't take it lightly. It's not just that things happen by chance. Listen to me. The world is not designed that things just happen by chance. No. There's a law of cause and effect. Are we together? It means that something makes something to happen. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm saying? That's why there's seed time and harvest. Am I communicating? Something makes something to happen. So, in the same way, one of the major ministries of the Holy Spirit in the life of the new creation, to help him, not just fulfill, to help him fulfill God's will for his life, and for to help him to have relevance in the earth while he is here. He has to capture pictures. The Holy Ghost has to put those pictures in his heart. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible says that he will, in the last days, I will part my spirit, and young men shall see visions. Amen. Visions. I know that... The scripture is also talking about visions as it relates to your redemptive destiny. Alright? But the important thing is that God will put pictures. And we've seen that with God over the years. Let's give an example of God planting visions in the hearts of people. How many of you know Joseph? Not this Joseph. Joseph in the Bible. Amen. Glory to God. Joseph, from his story begins in Genesis 37. You find that Joseph was a young fellow at seventeen. He had a dream. Glory to God. What was God doing? God was planting a vision in his heart, put a picture of leadership in his spirits. He came and told his father, I, "I had a dream. I saw, I saw the moon and the star and uh, 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 the sun and the moon, and then all um, uh, 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 eleven stars bowing to me." The father said, "Which kind of dream is that?" A spiritual man. He understood immediately. So, what kind of dream is that? Are you saying he didn't have problem with the stars bowing? the sun will bow. He, I'm the one. I am the enemy. I, I that was the problem he had he said like so i used to say your father you, you me and your mother will bow to you are we together he understood it immediately what that meant that means that that boy at 17 already had a picture in his heart god had planted an image in his heart you are going to be a leader you're going to be a man of influence You are an important person. Are you understanding me? So imagine that he started carrying himself as an important person right from when he was 17. Glory to God. Why? Because of the picture he had in his heart. I'm trying not to just talk about it in a religious way. I met a girl. I've said this before. You know, one of European countries, I met the mom... And the mom introduced me to her daughter. So, at that time, she was 16 or 17. I'm not sure, 16 or 17, about that. And then when we have meetings, she will come for the meetings. Now, most of the young people that were children of the people that maybe hosted us, or that were about that age, some of them don't come for the meetings. Amen. Some of them don't come for the meetings. Some of them are on drugs. Some of them... It is just one way or the other. But this girl will come for the meetings. And was interested in what was going on to an extent. So I wanted to know why. Although the mom was not satisfied, you know, but I wanted to know why. So we had a conversation and what she said to me never left me. don't you go for parties she said why are you not doing drugs she said she plays basketball drugs don't go with basketball she wants to be play professional basketball for her for the country for that country Amen. are we together so she's believing for a scholarship in one of the American schools And she's there. She's already done that now. This was years ago. Amen. That was a dream in her heart. So, when I was coming for the meeting, what she was saying, pray for this. This is what I'm believing God for. Pray for me. And I spoke Was over Everything that she wanted to do, that's the part. Amen. No drugs. Now, let me see her own case. Her issue, what my concern was that her own staying away from drugs was not because... She is full of God's word. Hmm. It's because of the vision in her heart. Praise God. To be a professional basketball player. Am I communicating? Now, whichever way it entered her heart, thank God for it. There are many people listening to me today. They've not allowed the Holy Spirit... Imprint those pictures in their hearts. One of the reasons why we sit down to hear the gospel. The gospel is number one, I said water, because the word of God is like water. So you come and hear God's word and then it keeps you going. Another way, the gospel is also a seed. Amen. But the gospel is light. Amen. Light. Ever say lights? That any time it comes, it shines upon your soul and imprints a picture. Now, do you know that if you sit down and listen to the word of God on a regular basis, pictures will come. Amen. One of the most important pictures that the gospel will paint in your heart is an image of who you are in Christ. Amen. Are you listening to me? Who you are in Christ. I, I, I call it, you know, some people say, you know, some people, I, I don't call it, I, I call, it's something higher than self-esteem. I call it Christ-esteem. Amen. Are you understand what I'm saying? You know, there are some people that life has beaten them. No self-esteem. My wife and I were talking about someone we know. And the person is committed at what he does. We've known him for years. I won't want to mention what he does, but we've known him for years. And we're concerned. So I, I just said to my wife, I said, I don't know what, what this person is going to be doing in the next five years. You know? I, mean, I said, I was worried for the person. I said, I don't know if the person has a retirement plan. Because I was just looking and saying, in the next five years, the person won't be able to do that thing that he does. You know? So my wife would be wondering. I'm just concern about someone's future. I just heard of me. <laughs> It's not a church member, you know, but someone we know. So I said, I don't know. He won't be able to be doing this in the next five years. Age will not be on his side. So we're concerned that he had been doing this. He's faithful at what he does for years. And I said, you know what is missing? She said, what? I said, largeness of hearts. Are we together? It's missing. That thing that will make you take the thing to the next level. Amen. Are you listening to me? Let me tell you something. Some people think that if you are, uh, let's use, use uh, maybe you're a carpenter, all right? You do woodwork and you normally go and fix tables in people's homes, fix doors that are broken, and you fix um, chairs that are broken. That if you just continue and be faithful, one day you'll become a furniture company. No, no, something happens to the man to translate from repairing. Chairs to start selling chairs. Are you understanding me? Mean? It's 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 a transformation within that changes the scope. If not, the scope will never change. No matter how fa- faithfulness is not what you change the scope. No, faithfulness. that people will keep calling you to repair chair. Are you understanding me? Mean? They'll keep calling you to repair chair. But when the Holy Spirit is allowed to put visions in your hearts, soon you start seeing that these chairs I'm repairing. I can actually make my own and sell. Amen. Are we together? We can make chairs and sell. It enters your heart. Are we together? There are other elements, but this enters your heart. Then you start looking for... Then you will see that if those pictures don't enter your heart, certain things will never gravitate towards you. Listen to me. If those pictures don't come to your heart, certain things will never gravitate towards you. Some of you know what I'm talking about. Let me use something that relates with all of you. Some of you were former Indian ham smokers. I believe some of you. Some of you are still smoking. Now, if someone smokes Indian ham, marijuana, he goes to a new town or a new city he will just naturally know where they sell it. Have you ever thought, have you ever thought? How? Because it's you know it's not a business that is advertised. Are you understand what I'm saying? There's nobody that put b said, jumbo size marijuana here. No way. No way. But you see, the person will go there, and he will know, you know because there, that thing is inside him, the marijuana smokers and the marijuana itself will gravitate towards him. Are You understand what I'm saying? It, 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 it's, that is not a fiscal thing. Amen. Are you understanding me? Mean? It's not a fiscal thing. You know, if they ask you, you're not an armed robber, you're not a militant. They say, um, get a gun. You don't even know where to go to get a gun. You understand? That? How do they even get all these guns? But the, once, if somebody's a gangster, you know, a criminal gangster, I call them crime stars. Amen, amen. <laughs> He's a gangster. He knows. You say, ah. <laughs> I don't know if I should say this. I was in America, you know, years ago, many years back now. So this is guy. He in the place I went to. He was my PA. So he drives me around. He knows everywhere. He knows everywhere. Let me not mention the city. So he drives me around. So he would just say, Pastor, would you like to own a gun? I can arrange one for you. I was like, I, I look at myself like, what, that's, why would he, think, of all things to give to me, I was like, I didn't think of give me a Bible, you didn't think of giving me, no, you, you want to help me organize a gun. And we're not talking about any of those kind of things, you know. Yes, sir. You know. So I didn't say anything. And he brought it up again another time. I think when he hotel alone, he now said yeah, you he said tell me, "Say it was the one organized gun for this person. He can organize a gun for me." So I now ask him, "How will I take it into my country? Are you understanding me? If I if I get a gun, maybe I can carry it around in the states. How do I bring it to Port But, you see, he knows how to get it. I don't know how to get it. Praise God. But he knows how to get it. Now, in a positive light, when the Spirit of God puts pictures in your heart, and you accept those pictures, the things start gravitating towards you. There are certain opportunities that will never come because you are not carrying those pictures in your heart. Are you listening to me? They won't come. If you're wondering, why well, he always comes to this person? It doesn't come to you. You're not carrying that picture in your heart. Now, the Bible says, they shall see visions because of the outpouring of the Spirit. The question is, okay, how does it happen? Number one, I've said, through the gospel, the hearing of the gospel. Amen. Why do we meditate on scriptures? One reason why you meditate on scriptures is to allow the scriptures inscribe new new. Images in your heart. Hallelujah. As you're meditating on it, something happens. You know, the mistake of meditation might be slow, but the change is permanent. Amen. Did you hear me? The change is permanent. The process of meditation might not be a quick one. It's a slow one. So you're meditating on something, but the, the effect is eternal. Through that, images are imprinted in your heart the second way is in the place of prayer, hallelujah I'm not talking about prayer, Father bless my food prayer, no in the place of prayer with intensity and duration amen, are we together? in that place of prayer the Holy Ghost has time, amen, in fellowship with you to imprint pictures in your spirit. The third way is by impartation. That's why we invite you for faith-to-faith convention, amen. You know, some people say, "Oh, so what happened? The out of me I fell down." No, 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 no. They are laying on of hands where flashes of light from heaven are imprinted on your soul. What makes people fall most of the time is the, 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 the degree of that flash, amen, that came upon them. Sometimes they lay hands on you, you, you stand up from the maybe you fell under the power, maybe that you fell or you didn't fall. After the as you go back, you just discover that something has happened inside you, amen. Something has happened inside you, something has changed, amen. Paul said. I long to see that I may impart unto you some sweet to the end that you may be established. That means there are certain things that it will set you on a course by that impartation. So the impartation comes and it's like a new you is put into you. Amen. I don't know how to put it. You understand that? You just see yourself in a new light. The thing that was not possible suddenly is possible to you. Amen. My prayer for everyone here in my voice is that in these days as we get into convention, you will allow the Holy Spirit to plant pictures in your hearts. Listen, if there are no pictures in your hearts, you can be saying what other people are saying, but you will not experience it. Sometimes the reason why we make confessions is to bring ourselves to that place where we now start seeing it. Amen. Amen. We start seeing it. God has helped me that sometimes there are things that God uses to put certain pictures in my heart. I I know when the pictures come. It might take a while, it might take months, it might take a year or so, but it will come to pass. Hallelujah. Am I communicating? When that picture has been planted, I remember years back, you know, before, I, I was just like, we were having service, you know, and all that, and all that. They just called to me I said, well, we can, that our our from venue. We can have more than one service. We can have two services. I remember the day the picture entered my heart. And the possibility of having the two services then, we went from two, three, and we did four, amen, entered my heart. All of a sudden, the opportunities, the strategy, how, everything just fell in place. For some of you listening to me, that's how things will fall in place. Yeah. Glory to God just fall in place. Now, it could be something as simple as getting married. Amen. Now, uh, be careful of wrong pictures. Alright? I'm talking about pictures that the Holy Spirit plants in your heart. Some of you, the wrong picture is not allowing the right pictures to emerge. Praise God. If the devil succeeds in planting a Cinderella picture in your heart, as a sister, that when you were wedding, you and your husband walked on the water and did your wedding. Are you understanding me? So you are waiting for a husband that can walk on water and there's no husband like that. That picture will not allow you to see the one that came and was scratching his head. He's hey, hey. like, I want to... He said, no, no, this one is scratching his head. No, my own husband, he doesn't scratch his head. Is He's a king. He's going to come with a crown. The picture you have in your heart is Zeus. (laughs) And since Zeus is not going to get married, you wait forever. Are you listening to me? So that's the wrong picture. Now it will take God's word to put the right picture in your heart. Hallelujah. A picture of children. Amen. Of family. You marry a man that never had a picture of family. Now he has children. When he goes the mother, like, hey, I still have children. <laughs> I said, ah, hey, so I'm your father now. Look at me, I'm your father. Bloody man like me, I'm now a father. Because he has no picture of children. So every day he wakes on the money. Even to give them money is like... Ah. He didn't have that picture. Praise God. He didn't have that picture. I end on this note. You know, let's talk a little about family life. You see, some of those pictures are imprinted before we even... Know ourselves. So if they are wrong, they are going to really be very negatively effective. Are you listening to me? And I share this. My home, I'm talking about my parents, you know, as a child. The picture that was planted in my heart, you know, is different from maybe how someone else has it. So, I didn't grow up with the mind that I'll be a husband, that my wife will be taking care of me. I never saw that picture. Or, we'll share our, uh, what do you call it, our resources. Honey, bring your own. That's not how. Now, I'm not bashing those that, you know, we now have dual uh, breadwinners in, in homes today, you know. But I grew up with a single breadwinner model, amen. My mom was a working woman, a professional um, working lady, you know. And then every other thing she did is extra. Are you understand what I'm saying? So she can decide that she wants to do something for us, wants to do something for herself, wants to do, you know. But we know that, daddy is the resource. He's the oil well. Are you understand what I'm saying? That's what we knew that's what we knew so it's his responsibility so i grew up that way that it's my responsibility if i'm getting married it's my responsibility that is because of that picture the way i will the decisions i'll make in life the actions i'll take in life will not be or decisions saying that ah what will i do now what can i do is it me i did like this is it condition that made <laughs> you, you know those kind of things no A picture and so when we're living that out the children if the family you come from matters and the family you're raising now matters because there's no other way i would have known that i saw it practiced mommy might go and buy the things but we know where it's coming from amen hallelujah. So what did he help me do? That fatherhood is not about who pregnant someone. It's about providing. Being there. There's a difference between being a father and a pregnant home. <laughs> Amen. Are you understand what I'm saying? Father means that you are the provider. You are the leader. Amen. You are the source. And also what does husband mean praise the lord that's the picture you already carry the picture hallelujah so some of you who is not in marriage class there are some ladies that don't have the right picture so no matter what you do wife will not come out of that girl mother will not come out. she can have children but she's not a mother are you understanding me they have children but she's not a mother Because that picture is not there. Through God's word. Hallelujah. Errors can be corrected. Amen. Wrong pictures, images could be taken down and new images planted in your heart. Amen. You start seeing yourself the way you are supposed to see yourself. Lift your hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Every wrong image planted in my heart that is not consistent with the word of God. Let it be pulled down. Today, through the word of God and several other experiences I will have, let new pictures be planted in my heart. Rise on your feet everywhere. thank you father can you just take a minute or two and pray personally about new pictures about new pictures new pictures oh we give you praise thank you lord we're going to take communion the way we did it last time so they can move it already to the back